0: Listen to that. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Beautiful stylings. Beautiful stylings of the one and the only John Cordy. Come on, man. Come on. Well, we're back, dudes. We are back. And uh, thank you so much. My name is H W. Thank you so much for listening to the Tone Junkie Podcast. And we got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot to talk about today. Because I got to talk about... um why we canceled the podcast. I gotta talk about what's been going on and I gotta talk about why the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the podcast that started it all, kind of, the podcast, I mean, I got to talk about why why uh, uh, the biggest trend-setting podcast in the world of, uh, of stream of consciousness, one guy in a room with a microphone, sometimes on his porch, just uh, pure ideation delving uh, into the meaning of consciousness, why dryers have those weird buzzers, uh, my favorite coffee, all sorts of things with some guitar stuff and Kemper things sprinkled in. I got to talk about why I had to cancel that podcast. And why it's the return of the greatest podcast ever podcast. Come on, man. Come on. Here we are. All right. Look, um, let's just get into it. Look, um, I have had... Let me just Let me just preface this by saying I have had more requests to bring back the Tone Junkie podcast than I've ever had for an individual amp. And I've had many requests for individual amps and... Um, the, the deal with that is uh, the number, I'll just tell you, the number one requested amp by far is the Saldano SLO 100, an amp I am currently trying to find right now. But I'll tell you something. It's very hard to find old ones. Very difficult. I have been trying for months now. A lot of people, I've been getting comments from people, do an SLO, do an SLO. Why do you never do an SLO? Do you have something against Saldano? It, send me your amp. Send it to me, please. I'm trying to find one, guys. I really am. There's, there's new ones, but I'm trying to find an old one because... If I do a new one, then people still say, you should do an old one. If I do an old one, probably people are not going to be like, you should have done it. You should I now you should do a new one. So um, look, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Um, I, I've really enjoyed doing the podcast for, um, for a long time. And it, it just it got to the point where I didn't enjoy it anymore. Um, it got to the point that I didn't enjoy it anymore and there's been many podcasts recorded that were never released because I'm the kind of guy that says things that are on my mind and sometimes I'm just thinking through things and um, I've ran into a couple situations uh, around political stuff where, um, you know, they're just very polarizing and... You know, I've said some things or rather I didn't say some things, you know, I ended up on some people's lit, you know, there was, there was a period of time there where I was not doing the podcast and I was recording episodes and then not putting it out because I was second guessing anything I was saying and I, I didn't want to share my opinion about things. And, um, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I don't necess- I don't need or want this to be a platform where I talk politics. I, I understand that people have different political opinions and that I might not. You know, I might have the same belief as you. I, I know I have the same. I know I have similar politics to like half my audience because I really do get a split right of people. I get ha- I, sometimes I get people complaining, at me, but I really don't talk a lot of politics. And um, that's the interesting thing. I don't feel that I talk a lot of politics, but um, as things happen with um, just with some of the issues lately, it's probably been all more polarizing than ever. And you know, I had I even had some people. Really, when I started pulling back, it was when some people started criticizing me for things I wasn't saying. Right? They were saying, "Hey, these topics are so important. Why aren't you saying something about them? Don't you believe in them?" And I was just like, "Yeah, man. I mean, I am not. I. What do you want? What do you think I should be doing?" And basically, they were saying, "Well, I think you're. I think." Your platform and every platform should be saying this, this, and this. And my attitude was like, well, I, I, I certainly talk about politics on the podcast, but I don't really inject it in the rest of the platform, at least I try not to. And I just overall felt like we've gotten to a tone um, where I, I even have made jokes and I've had people on both sides um, of the political aisle then tell me they don't want to buy my products anymore. You know, sometimes I'll tell a joke, right? Like, I'll joke around on social media about something. And one time I said a joke that I thought was funny, but was actually a joke making fun of the thing, I think. Like, it was making fun of my opinion, but I just thought it was a funny joke. So, um, you know, I, I, I made the joke. And uh, I had someone say, you know, last time I buy your stuff. And I'm just like, well... <sighs> You know, I explained to the guy, I said, look, man, here's what I actually think about the situation. I just think it is a funny joke. And um, that guy was like, oh, OK, well, you know, OK. Uh, just recently, I made a joke on Facebook uh, about Neil Young. And I said, uh, well, now that Neil Young's taken his music off Spotify, how am I supposed to listen to Sweet Caroline? The joke there is, of course, that Neil Diamond sings "Sweet Caroline," <laughs> but wouldn't you know it? Uh, people, you know, they, they just—they they, want to talk about the thing they want to talk about, right? And um, somebody told me, you know, I explained the joke. I said, "No, no, it's, its this isn't actually me saying something about Neil Young. This is not a serious statement, right? And like, jokes are not serious, so you don't—you don't need to take them serious." They're jokes, and this person said, "Well, well, you're, you know, your your statement is it's still belittling to Neil Young and his stance and the whole issue of misinformation." I'm like, no, but it's a, it's not serious. It's a joke. <laughs> That's- so uh and so here I'll just make a joke about this let me just say um the science is apparently still evolving on humor because uh what's funny is sometimes not funny and then it's funny again and so I don't know what that means um but I do feel as though my performance art lifestyle is often lost on the people around me and that's okay Kaufman and I have a have a burden to bear I suppose no um Really, though, it just got to the point where I I um, I just started thinking a lot about what was going on. Um, and, sh- sh- you know, do I say this or not say this? And, and, and look, the podcast for me is just where I come and I speak into this microphone and that's it. And if you want to listen, great. And there's been so many fans of the podcast. And I've had so many people tell me, I don't know why you stopped the podcast. It was great. And so the podcast is back. And I think, um, it brought up something else for me this year ending and I had a whole year of some really incredible investments that, um, just skyrocketed and, um, I started looking at numbers in my investment account that I didn't, I just never really planned on seeing. I never thought I was going to see some of those and, um, look, maybe that's 10 million, maybe it's a million, maybe it's a hundred thousand. That's, that's up to you. I'm not, my wife doesn't want me talking about money, so I don't, um, uh, in public, but um, but look, let me put it this way. I drive a Tesla, but it's just a Model 3, not an S, all right? So put that wherever you think. No, I really do think that's the best deal in the Tesla lineup, that or the Y, the standard range. I, I've done episodes about why I think the top range Teslas, even though I think they're uber cool, are overpriced. And why I think what you do is you get, you get 87% of the features for like 60% of the cost you know, even less, actually, the new S's and the X's are crazy. They have some really cool features, but I digress. Um, basically I just got to the point where I felt like doing this podcast was a liability. It was a liability to my business and a liability to my family. And I've operated with that conclusion for the past year. And, um, I, Have done a lot of thinking and a lot of soul searching, and I've realized something larger that's happened about me. When I've been thinking about that, I've had this incredible year. I've been very focused on the stock market, and um, it's honestly it's taught me a ton. I've I've done a ton of thinking and a ton of like introspection, and I realized something that happened to me because I started listening to episodes of the podcast from me from a long time ago, and I started. I, I I'll be honest with you, I heard a different person and i kind of started thinking damn i want more of what that guy had and and that made me think what 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 did i lose cuz i think i lost something this last year um and i think when i when i when i take a balance um of everything going on i think when i look around I realized that there there was a time when the amount of times in a day or in a week I was saying the word generosity and love and, and, and the amount of times I was thinking about what those things look like. And how I can make them tangible and how they apply to my life, you know, that I'm trying to live as a 35-year-old man with two kids and a wife and, you know, getting to the point that I begin to ponder legacy. I'm, I'm not always thinking about today, but I really start to think about tomorrow and what do you leave behind and what does it mean to be a good person and these things. And when I look at the amount of times I was focused on giving back and giving and not receiving... It was 10x what I'm doing right now. And when I look at the amount of times in 2019 and 2020 that I spent talking about situations that made me unhappy or where I disapproved of something and really talking about and and telling people, here's what I think people should do. Here's what I think the government should do. Here's Here's what I think. Here's what I think. All about situations that I can't control. The amount of times I did that in 2019 and 2020 was like almost nothing. You know, maybe I'd rant about like why the hot dog is so much longer than the bun, but I'm not, those things don't make me unhappy. But if I look back in this last year, I realized. Yeah, I I got COVID 3 times. A lot of you don't know that. I got COVID 3 times. Um I only I only talked about the second one. I didn't talk about this third one because it was it was nothing. It really was very insignificant, but I um we had it again in my family. The Omicron came back in right after we had the second one, you know? And um uh if I compare just what, where my head's at and where my mind's at those two times, it puts me really in a place where I can only make the conclusion that having lived this past year trading in my mind, in my thoughts, and in my conversations, the topic of generosity for the topics of disapproval and judgment, towards other people and what they're doing or what they're not doing or what they're telling other people they should do, um, I can only come to the conclusion that it has harmed me. It's the focus on negativity has left me without something that I used to have and that I want to have again. So, for me, um, I have to take a step back and say, you know, is me talking into a microphone a liability as I perceived it to be? Because people sort of coming out, I mean, literally, when you have someone who is a self-prescribed, you know, uh, capitalism has failed, uh, you know the rebellion's just beginning, an Antifa kind of dude, mad at you, and you have a guy who's like an avid Trump supporter also saying, I don't, that joke, I'm never buying again. When both those people are saying I'll never buy from you again because of a joke you made or a post you made, it's obvious to me they're, neither one of them is really mad at what I've disclosed my opinions to be, but just at the joke, right? They're not understanding the joke and I'm just making jokes a lot of times. Jokes are funny. Like, I'm just going to throw this out there. Donald Trump was the funniest president we've ever had. (laughs) Hands down. What the? You ever see that clip of him passing out candy to the Halloween kids? And he gets this idea in his head that everyone gets the candy in their bucket, but then the one kid dresses a minion. He puts the candy bar on the kid's head and the kid can't reach it because he has little arms. (laughs) And then he laughs. It's a it's a weird maybe maybe that's maybe that's evil I don't know man <laughs> it's it's really funny you know he also went out there after he had COVID and he said he said uh, you know I got over it so fast they wanted to look at my DNA. this is a bad Trump but they wanted to look at my DNA but there was no DNA it was just USA <laughs> that's a bit man and I think one of the things that happens is we get upset when people we don't like are funny. We don't like that they're funny and they can make us laugh, and so we say they're not funny. They are funny. People we don't like, bad people, good people, everyone can be funny. And so then we start attacking the humor, and we say, I don't like that person, and so I don't like that humor. It can't be funny or else I'm endorsing them. I don't think that's true, man. And I think that's funny. You know what else I think is funny is Joe Biden is really funny. Joe Biden, uh, (laughs) the jokes about Joe Biden are funny, man. And, um, I'm not going to get into them because I feel like you can make jokes about Trump and even Trump supporters laugh right now. I don't feel like that's true of, I feel, well, you know, look, all I'm saying is someone asked me when is Joe Biden, you know, gonna, uh, they said, um, well, they said, when is Joe Biden going to introduce the infrastructure bill? This is a while ago, you know, the Build Back Better plan. And I, I'm not even against a Build Back Better plan. I, w- I want them to pass it so we get these EV subsidies. So I see Tesla go even higher and they start paying for all the chargers that Tesla's, in, you know, putting in as a Tesla shareholder. I'm for that. But you know what comes out of my mouth? Wh- when is Biden going uh, to present the infrastructure bill? And the first thing out of my mouth is after his afternoon nap. The joke is because he's old. I, it's a joke. I don't, I don't actually, I don't have, <laughs> I'm not actually expressing disapproval of the Build Back Better plan or any part of it specifically. It's just what pops into my head after he finishes the warm glass of milk. I don't, it's just, it's, humor is, it's, it's this, it's this thing. It's a one trick pony. It's you trying to fashion timing and words in such a way that when you send out the vibrations of your mouth, they hit someone else's ears and it causes an involuntary bodily function to happen in that person. Weird, but that's what laughter and jokes are. That's what jokes and laughter are. And so, you know, I'm just over here going I'm over here wrestling with this and i and I've wrestled with it, and I've come out the other end going if if you won't do the podcast because because um you're afraid you're gonna say something that Alienates people or makes them feel one way and then and then that's gonna send them out the door And then that's gonna hurt your business and harm your family and things well, then do you do Tone Junkie just for the money? Well, that's an interesting thought Why do I do this and then the other thought that pops in is like isn't it a false choice? Uh, sort of offend people or don't do the podcast at all you could just not talk about these things and what i realized is in my attempt to not talk about it on the podcast that feels disingenuous if i'm talking about it in real life but then that led me to the real thing that i'm that i've kind of been working through which is bro you're actually less happy because you keep talking about covid because you keep talking about politics because you keep talking about stuff you disagree with or things people say that you disagree with or misinformation and, and these things, you're actually less happy because you're talking about them, not more happy. And what's happening is you have bandwidth of this much. and the more you let up con- the more you let conflict and I disapprove, I disapprove, I don't like this, here's what I think they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong. The more that eats up in your brain and in your words and in your heart, the less room you have, to be the things you think are important, right? The less room you have to say, oh my gosh, these people have been so supportive of me with Tone Junkie. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. Like, I need to give back to them. I need to do more for them. I need to, like, I need to uh, see what I can do for people in my life, in my immediate circle, in my church, in my family. I need to focus, like, what kind of dad am I being? What kind of father am I being? What kind of friend am I being? To people who are handling like this season of time worse than I am, right? I've got friends who I know are, are not well, not good. Like their mental health is greatly diminished during this whole thing. And I would say for me, my mental health is diminished, but I didn't even realize it until very recently because what I realized now is I'm less happy for even focusing on it because there are things I can't change. So I can have an opinion, but this is my opinion. But what I need to do is times 10,000, the amount of times I just say to people, you know what, man? I've been talking about COVID for like two years and I've just come to the conclusion like having these discussions about these issues really doesn't make me very happy. Like it makes me... It makes me not happy. Sometimes it makes me sad. Sometimes it makes me upset. Sometimes it makes me anxious. Sometimes it makes me pissed off. Sometimes it makes me frustrated. And none of those emotions are the emotions I'm trying to have more of in my life. And so if it were something I could do something about, if I could solve COVID by talking about it, if I could solve school closures by talking about it, if I could solve, uh, um, you know, Uh, 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 travel bans or uh, uh, mandates by talking about it well then it would be something I would have a responsibility to work through but guess what I have no effect on its outcome so then why do I focus on it and I realized in 2019 and 2020 my focus was almost singularly on things that I could control hang on maybe not things I could control Things that I could have an impact with. So if that means, so like what I mean is, I am not. I can't control world hunger, but I could focus on it and make a difference in the sense that I could feed X amount of people. I could donate X amount of dollars. I can have an impact. And instead of really focusing on world hunger, I'm focusing on my impact. And about the best thing I can do with COVID is just, my actions to not create needless risk. That's that's all I, I mean, that's it. I don't have a cure. I can't, I'm not going to become a scientist and like figure out how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, so, so for me, you know, like, what can I do? I'm just sitting here going like, I can focus on the things that, that have an impact, that I can impact. And that's what I'm going to do. So this is the return of the Tone Junkie podcast. Um, because something got lost in me. Like truly, truly something got lost in me. Something I had that made me happy it was the confidence that generosity works it works not only it works everywhere everywhere in life even in business right keeping the score in relationships is often viewed as bad advice i keep score with my customers with my supporters i don't want them out supporting me i want to out support them and that is almost an impossible task because the more you give, the more you get back. And so like, and I've had times this past year where I've I've like dreaded, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I take a step back and I go, man, all those things used to give you joy, bro. And then I didn't even thought about like, well, do I keep profiling the world? You know, like you get lost in like, kind of pretending to be someone else when you, when you aren't just open and I spent two years being the most open, the most completely genuine open and then I spent a year going ah, there's things I feel um, robotic, I need to not say them because people will get mad at me and, and I realized that cost of not being genuine has cost me a lot, a lot a lot it's removed my focus from the things I think are important, it's made me not the person I want to be and um so i'm not going to do that anymore i'm not going to do it now listen you're not going to i'm not going to you're not going to get on here and all of a sudden i'm like a conspiracy you know guy or something aliens and they killed they killed jfk you know but but my my point is um I'm just on a mission to profile the world, but I really, I'm just on a mission to, um, I'm I'm just trying to BHW and make friends, man. You know what I mean? I made so many friends doing this. And, uh, two years ago, I was afraid you know, that this wouldn't work out three years ago. I don't know whenever it was, right? And then at some point I became. it became, And that motivated me to work hard and to just put it all out there. Here's me, right? Love it or hate it, right? Whatever. And I've never cared if people don't like it. My always thing has just been raise your hand, go, hey, here's what I'm doing. Hey guys, here's what I'm doing. And if people like that, they'll be like, hey, I like that too, dude. I'm like, yeah awesome. And then if people are like, that's lame, I'm like, Hey, all right, whatever. Like you're a stranger and you didn't, we didn't have a relationship before that. So why am I, why would I be, why would I feel rejected? Because we don't have a relationship afterwards. And then, and then at some point it became, uh, let's, I started to think about what do I need, what videos do I need to make? What do I need to do? How do I what amps should I really be buying? Like and and that's the opposite of what I've always done. I've always done things that just interest me. Whatever's on my mind, I just put it out there. And I and th- and people think the similar things are the same things they're wondering the same things and so that's it. They're, hap- they're they they want to see that content and I've lost that. You know how you know how how um I'm doing all these Gibson amps recently? They're not selling that well. I don't care. I do not care about the money. I am doing these Gibson amps because they're interesting to me. I want to have them all. And when they're done, I'll sell them. I'll do an SLO. I know people want it. I'm trying to find it. I'm not trying. I'm not saying I'm trying to, oh, people want it. So I'm doing something else. I'm not even trying. I'm not like cool. Like, let me, let me shock everyone. No, I'm just, I'm interested in these Gibson amps. They said they, you know, people don't seem to be buying many, that many of them. And I'm just like, cool. I mean, people, I don't know if people know about them. And so now some people do. And that's that. And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh-huh. So. That's it. That's why I canceled the podcast. And that's why I'm bringing it back. Cause I, last year I canceled a little bit of me, a little bit of HW and I'm uncanceling him. I'm bringing him back. And, uh, I got all sorts of topics to cover in the future. Like hot glue guns. When, when, when was this the pinnacle of glue technology? You know, like when school shut down, did hot glue gun demand just go to zero? Cause where else are people using these? I get they probably sold out because like Joann's and crafts went crazy during during all that shutdown time. But like, when was the time that we had this glue gun that you plugged into the wall, but cold glue didn't work? Like, I don't understand what was happening in the glue world. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a weird thing. We have cold glue. It's fine. It works. We have the strongest glue. It's not like hot is stronger. No. Uh, it's stronger than like Elmer's or a glue stick, but like, uh, super glue, gorilla glue. These are the strongest glues. They're not hot. What what is this? is 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 big hot glue as an industry maybe in the teachers' union pockets and it's keeping it alive? Are they also the manufacturers of those school carts? that had the TV on top and the VCR and you wheeled from classroom to classroom? Who's making those? Because they have one customer, 1990 schools. You know what I'm saying? Follow the money, guys, all right? Those topics and more on the next Tone Junkie Podcast. I'm back. Whoo, I can feel it, I'm back! I'm back. I lost a little bit there. And I just, when I realized it, it just snapped. It snapped back, and I went, you fool, quit thinking of all, renew your mind, bro, just renew your mind. HW, Tone Junkie Podcast, I usually have coffee, I gotta go pick up my kids, man, gotta go pick up my kids from school, see if they use a hot glue gun today, see if they use a hot glue gun, see if they have that cart, they do have that cart, I know, I asked my son about it, but they have a flat screen on it. I told him to take a picture, he said he doesn't have a camera at school. I told him, good point. HW, Tone Juggie Podcast. I'm out of here. HW out.